0: Hi, everybody, this is Brian Trendler, and you're listening to Shut Up and Laugh. This is a weekly podcast that I hold here in the Pacific Northwest, and I get the, honestly, the joy and the opportunity to sit across some really amazing people every single week. And before I announce her, very quickly, I want to give a quick shout out to the folks who have chosen to give just a little bit of their hard-earned Starbucks cash uh, to me instead of uh, the big monster. And that would be Dreamosity. A local social media training company, LT's Pet Sitting, another local pet sitting company where she will come to your animals and you can work your 18 hours a day or go on your trip and know that your animals are being taken care of in their own home. And then also Gentle Frog custom QuickBooks training. It's a long name, but man, do they take care of you from the standpoint of fixing all the things that you're doing incorrectly in QuickBooks or train you to do everything right. So thank you very much to our sponsors. If you're interested in becoming one, simply go to anchor.fm forward slash shut up and laugh and click the sponsor button to learn more. All right, without further ado, I'm sitting across from the amazing Shara Jensen-Grasser. Welcome.
1: Thank you. This How are is, you? Well, all new and exciting. <laughs> is that the right answer? Yeah. No, for yeah. real. Super excited to be here. S- Folks, this is new to me. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, this is this is the first time she's worn the headgear. She's got the headphones Literally, on. Literally, the She's headgear. sitting in front of the mic. You know, so you didn't have retainers back no. in the uh, day or anything horrible? Oh, I had that appliances.
1: really cool one that they you had did. to crank with a key every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. But not the full on like. On your head, around your cheeks, attached yeah. to your teeth.
0: Yeah. My daughter has just gone through that trauma of the lock and key, oh. massive process of rebuilding the structure of her face at yeah. nine years old. And it's crazy because I look at old pictures versus new pictures and realize that she's been structurally changed by way of what we have done to her versus au natural. Right? So that's just, that's yeah. crazy. Anyway, quick tangent. That was yeah. weird. Um, oh, but hold on. I- <laughs>
1: Have you met me? Yeah.
0: Um, well, uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. And that's one of the reasons I wanted you on your show. Um, for any one of you that are listening and are new to the program, for starters, welcome. And thank you very much for taking the time. The entire point of Shut Up and Laugh is not just to sound insulting, but to get people to understand that there is power behind laughter and there's strength behind humor. Um, there's the hashtag HumorHeals that we use. It was uh, coined or penned or... Whatever uh, by my business partner of the company LaughTech, Marcel Allen. She leads with humor heals quite often, and all of that spiraled into the inspiration behind this podcast series. To just get people to share their stories, um, what have they done that has incited that type of reaction from others, or um, how has it been a powerful driving force in their lives? So again, Shara, thank you very much for taking thank the time you. to sit here and enjoy and drink out of your Shut Up and Laugh limited edition podcast mug. Very exciting. Yay. This works really well for just the podcast, right? I'm yeah. doing air quotes now. Yeah, yeah. We can all see of this. That. Cheers. change We can make yeah. that sound. Mm. Mm. Okay, so we're going to dive into the awe-inspiring background check that oh. I do on all, for all my guests. Um, as always, again for our first-time listeners, that's probably about ten minutes. I spend maybe LinkedIn, maybe Facebook, something else, or your parole officer if I happen to have oh, his, his phone number, wow, just I'm to clean. verify a bit of information. Um, you are a uh well you're a youth empowerment coach and you're doing work with shadow life coach training as well now i'm just going off the information i found online is there a better title that i should refer to you as
1: no um okay. in my in my coaching practice definitely youth empowerment coach okay. and then i'm a little um a little bit of everything with Seattle yeah. Life Coach Training. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. their enrollment advisor. I'm that initial contact when people are looking at the training. Oh, okay. Um, and then I also co-facilitate in the classroom.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And how long have you
1: been there? I took the training in 2010 mm-hmm. and I started working with the program in 2012. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So they loved you that much. They absorbed you into the fold, huh?
1: It's actually, this is, that's honest truth. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Richard's it shares always that he saw something in me Mm -hmm. as I was going through the training Mm -hmm. that he felt very connected to. Um, very, for me, very much almost sibling. Like, like I felt like I was with a brother, like we could do that. And he did, the program started to grow. And he said, you're the first person I thought to come to, to ask for support in a growing program. And it's a perfect fit. I'm a people of people. Mm-hmm. I get to talk to people every day. I get to listen to dreams. I get to support them with possibilities, opportunities. Um,
0: Doesn't that feel good?
1: Oh, I, I'm just getting like all like goosebumpy yeah. talking about. It. Remember yes. the
0: tissues are over there.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> goosebumpy. I'm yeah. gonna keep the rest. Um, but no, it's so amazing. And then to do the walk with them, mm-hmm. you know, through six months of transformation while they're gaining their certificate to take mm. this work out into the world and then to watch them out in the world mm-hmm. and you and i both know we need more light in this world Absolutely. that's where we are today so yeah, yeah. good for it's you exciting.
0: that's fantastic yeah. okay um you live in seattle washington is that correct because that's that's what the status was showing
1: well you're gonna sure show me where i need to update my, uh,
0: okay. my book okay. I'm okay
1: I'm in the Bothell Mill Creek. You are
0: in the Bothell Mill Creek area. area. Okay. See, I thought I remembered saying or seeing that at one point, a conversation or something prior to, but I'm just going with what the data shows. Jump onto that thing called the Facebook and update that stuff. Okay. Um, Well, let's hopefully we, we have this right. Hometown, Linden. Lyndon, Washington. Is that right? Yeah, you
1: got that right. So
0: you're a you're you're a straight up tried and true Washingtonian.
1: Yes, I am. Wow. Yeah. Have you lived
0: in, in any other states other than?
1: I was actually born in Kodiak, Alaska.
0: Oh, okay. So but you just lied to me. You're yes. Not, okay. Thank you.
1: Uh, but we left and came back to Washington when I was, I don't even know if I was a year old yet. Okay. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't even know if I was a year old. So okay. no recollection. So you were still a little kitten at that point.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah. Good yeah. for
0: you. All right. So Kodiak, Alaska. Wow. Yeah. All right, it's a beautiful area.
1: So I've heard.
0: Have you been back in any no. capacity? No.
1: No, but they've grown. They have a stoplight. They have McDonald's. Yeah, they have
0: electricity. Yeah. Yeah, running yeah. water other than the streams. Yeah. Bears.
1: Live in a trailer. And
0: the fares to get up there right now super cheap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're trouble <travel> now.
0: <laughs> your cruise right now. Um, okay, now you were schooled. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> probably <laughs> by your children <laughs> on, a, on a regular basis, but you went to no, Welcome Community uh, college. I did. And that was under, um, the, uh, duress of, uh, of the program for, as a medical
1: assistant. I was, yeah. Did
0: you pursue that in any capacity or did you just decide, nope, I'm going to go into something else?
1: No, I did. Um, I am one of those people probably still, but definitely back then, um, after I graduated from high school, I definitely knew that I needed to move into whatever that next step was right away. Mm -hmm. Because if I took that summer off, and did what I thought I wanted to do, woo, oh, buddy, yeah, I'm a senior, yeah. I'm done, um, that I wouldn't probably move forward. So I jumped right into the medical assisting program there wow. and um, kind of following in my mom's footsteps, that's what she did, and completed the program, went and got my certification, mm-hmm. and I did work in the medical field until, see, we moved down to from Bellingham, Whatcom County down here, in about 24 years ago. Wow. And so I did work down here as a medical assistant for a very short time until I realized I was paying more than my paycheck for childcare. Mm -hmm. And then left my, that's when I left my career as a medical assistant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Childcare. Oh my gosh. (laughs) There was a period where I was spending 15, 1600 bucks a month. That was with the two kid discount. At a small place, um, run out of the house of a gal who's, you know, really became almost like a second grandmother to my kids. Right. Great lady, but damn, I know <laughs> I mean, that's a huge, it's burden.
1: Huge. It's huge. It's massive.
0: Yeah. Um, times definitely changed. Um, that's, that's like a whole different conversation right there.
1: But I was just going to say, how wow. do Dual
0: income parents that have to be out of the house every single day do it. Um, quick props to my sister, actually, because she's been living here for years. And she's been a huge blessing in that sense. You yeah. Know, able to take him to school in the mornings, a lot of times during right. the week, things along those lines, and just help out.
1: Yeah, Amazing. that was the first thing that came to me. I was like, wow, what a blessing. I mean, you can look at it two different ways, but I choose to see the blessing and yeah. having family, but not everybody has family yeah. near them. Yeah. So then what do you do?
0: Time to the radiator.
1: Yeah.
0: It's easier. Frowned upon. But yeah, hey, but, hey no one easy. needs to know. <laughs> okay, that, uh, that got awkward. Um, okay, <laughs> do you want to jump into the questions?
1: Sure. Okay,
0: these are a whole bunch of questions that she does not know are coming her way, other no. than me just announcing it right there. She doesn't know what I'm going to ask her. And then at the very end of the podcast, we'll do the James Lipton now tribute, since unfortunately he passed away a week ago. Um, but those are fun questions that everyone gets. And ideally, they're one word answers, but most people fail that. So that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, yeah, I was going to say, hmm. hmm. Okay. Um, I'm just going to start out with you are a Laugh Tech graduate. This is not a pitch for Laugh Tech in our workshops, but it is the fact that you went through a seven week course um, and you dipped your foot in the pool of the six methods that we teach in regard to the methods behind humor, behind speech structure. Uh, movement, flow, gestures, all that fun stuff, sound, story, blah, blah, blah. And I want to give you a compliment right off the bat. I want to test you and blush you or or make, make you blush. I told this during the graduation in the sense that there's always one person in the class. There's always one person that struggles a bit at first. And it was so awesome watching you grow in such a short amount of time. Because once I told you to get out of your own way, you rocked it and you applied what you were learning toward your business. So I I preface it by saying that because you do some insanely cool stuff with your coaching, Uh, primarily simply what I've heard from your work with children. It's big on it. it, It's big for me, given that I've got a seven and nine year old. I already see them facing difficulties in their school not to mention the drama going on nowadays with COVID and everything else, but point is, is that I see them facing things that obviously I never had to deal with because I'm old and crunchy, but you know, it's gonna only get worse and you're in the thick of things right now. So tell us overall about the scope of the work that you do, who your ideal client is and how is it going? Uh,
1: oh, it's amazing yeah. get ready. it is okay. going, yeah. Um, so my work is really, it's really interesting watching it evolve based on opportunities that are coming to me Mm -hmm. and actually opportunities that I'm creating. I'm seeing it in both ways, but what I'm really seeing my focus with youth, um, becoming is I'm really focusing on creating communities within community, um, that's really what's up for me right now. And yeah. what that means and what that looks like is creating a safe space mm-hmm. for youth to come together, okay. to be seen. And I mean, to be seen like beyond the un- unspoken beyond what's on their social media, beyond what they're, you know, taking in through YouTube, like to be seen for the being that they are mm-hmm. not being, being, <laughs> um, And to be able to nurture those inherent gifts, those inherent talents, all of that that they have in the safety through the skills and tools that I'm bringing to Mm -hmm. them. Um, And so we're doing a lot of group work. I'm fortunate that I'm in two different school districts. I'm at Martha Lake Elementary with fifth and sixth graders, and that's Edmonds School District. And then I work with three groups of young ladies at Mariner High, and those hmm. are ninth grade through seniors. Um, it's it's powerful. It's what happens when you create a space for more than two to come together. Yeah, and have this. Some call it magic. Some mm-hmm. call it energy. Um, intention. Mm-hmm. And that's how I bring, I think I bring all of it, magic, energy, and an intention to every time we meet. Mm -hmm. Um, It just sets the space for safety, um, connection, human connection.
0: Do you provide your own curriculum? I do. Okay. And is that approved by the district or is it... They just assume that whatever you do is just going to be fine. I mean, is there a laborious process you have to go through? I wish I could, everybody could see you streaming right now because you're just, you're laughing slash choking down the answer because there's probably some pain there as well as frustration to get you to where you are. So go ahead. Well, release the
1: crack. Actually, it's kind of funny. Like maybe they need to see my curriculum. (laughs) Um, Actually, I'm sitting on the other side of this going, okay. How did this all happen? How did I get where I am? And they, they I should have
0: approved this, huh? I
1: haven't had out one person even ask for my certificate. Wow! Word of mouth is powerful. Well, true. And how yeah. you leave people feeling is really important mm-hmm. to to move forward, especially as a coach. So, have they seen my curriculum? No. I was brought into the elementary school level based on someone who knows me, mm-hmm. knows my work, and has witnessed my work she saw what I was doing. She said, we need you in our school. Bam. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. I don't even think the principal really wants, like he's kind of my, he's, I don't have to even work with him. I say hi to him, but like he's got connections (laughs) within the school that I connect with. Um, And as far as bringing it to Mariner, she saw what I was sharing on Facebook said, I need to know more about this. Mm And these are student support advocates within the schools that I'm working with. So they're, there's those individuals that can see beyond the academic success mm-hmm. of our youth. Those are my people. Those are the ones that see that bigger picture. They value social, emotional learning. Um, they, they get it. They get it and know there's a need for more.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: So she came and witnessed me working with sixth graders and mm-hmm. said, yeah, we need this and she took it to the next level, got the approval, um, and they were able to bring me in for a second wow. year. Yeah.
0: I love that. Um, just just the fact that no one ever saw your stuff yeah. is really magical because you're right, the power and the influence behind a word of mouth, the referral, and just witnessing it is amazing. Um, when we taught our first 10-year-old five workshops ago, so oh, yeah. you know, almost two years ago, I mean, it's the curriculum you went through, and hmm. a 10-year-old was knocking it out of the park every single night because, you know, the, the term out of the mouths of babes, right? Right. And, and she was doing it with her mother, and it was just so funny because she was brilliant and absolutely no holds barred, just writing like a little fiend and just loving it and laughing and sharing. And her one gesture was like this this toy master type of just up and down <laughs> arm karate chop thing but it was funny because she was literally you know quite quiet the best student in the class and that drove us to eventually say okay and and now we have a tailored curriculum that's a bit more kid-centric but still it's the same thing why we want to eventually get into schools because Again, I'm hoping your experience was positive enough that, that yeah. you can see that, you know, kids aren't taught this stuff. Right. And frankly, if kids were taught this, we'd be out of a job from the standpoint of teaching adults, right? Because they'd already learn it. Well, they'd already I, have it.
1: I'm sitting here thinking I needed to channel that 10-year-old yeah. while I was in my laugh tech process.
0: You totally did. It was great.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you saw that because I wish I had more of that because, yeah. I mean, if you think about 10-year-olds... They still have that playful risk-taking. Yeah. Um, Let's have fun. Mm-hmm. That's how they show up. Yep. Whereas we come in a little more guarded. Am I going to embarrass myself? This is serious. I'm taking this so that I can use this towards my profession. And we let, we forget to play. Yeah. You guys are really good, you and Marcel, mm-hmm. about reminding us yeah. to have fun and to play. But thank you. somewhere, you're welcome, somewhere <laughs> in there as adults, we've lost that like sense of play. I've H- seen H- it in HR. our youth. HR.
0: Yeah. <laughs> HR. Always
1: blame everything on HR, right?
0: It's their responsibility. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Um, tell me a little bit about what drives you as an entrepreneur, because I know that there's, it, it, it's not a simple task to uh, become a certified life coach. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, becoming, you know, like, like myself, I can marry you. Like I can get people married. Well, that took that was like that was like forty five dollars, and clicking a couple boxes online, right? right? So you know, like I'm from the Holier Than now yeah. Church, you know, whatever. Um, but you're now successfully from applying. From the same it, one, by the way. Oh, you know, good, right on. <laughs> Woo Got a little red folder. It's like, why is this red? Is this the blood of Christ? Um, I have no idea, but. Um, how goes the juggle because you are balancing mm-hmm. this entrepreneurship role, but at the same time you are still with Seattle life coaching yeah. as well. Right. So you yeah. have a full-time job to support at this time, the entrepreneurial side of your business. Um,
1: they're just, they are both part-time. Okay. I would say that I, okay. I am part-time with Seattle life Coaching, and The beauty of that is I can work from home except for unless I'm teaching.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: course. you know, there is a balance, um, it's a lot of hustle and grind, mm-hmm. um, for me, honestly, is I, is it comes from a deeper seated passion. Mm-hmm. It comes from this huge belief and and I will tell you, not even, it's not coming from belief in myself. It's mm-hmm. coming from a belief that I have for our youth. Yeah. And in our youth. And they are our future. And watching how I raised my kids. Mine are 24 and 21. Oh, I can't hardly believe I'm saying that. <laughs> um, Which is weird because 32. you're like 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't get it either. But, you know, and looking <laughs> at how we were fortunate to raise our kids. And we raised them with this village, in mm-hmm. a sense. You know, some of that was family. Um, but that made up the village. And how many kids don't have that? Yeah. And how many and, but I have this huge belief that we need the village. So I have this deep-seated need to be part of that village. I believe mm-hmm. I have the heart. I believe I have the time. And so for me in the entrepreneurial role, it was how can I take that wisdom, that education, knowledge, um, and that passion and package it so that I can make a living mm-hmm. and make an impact? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's a pretty good segue into the next question oh. because... Well, impact. Um, Mm -hmm. I know you're having fun with your business right now. I know you're having, and you know, fun maybe isn't even the right word at times because you deal with some heavy stuff, but at the same time, we all choose how we, how we face these, these things Um, with your business and who you're working with. What's making you laugh right now and why?
1: Uh What's (laughs) making me laugh right now? Oh my gosh. You know what? It's so funny thinking about laughter and you guys use humor heels, which I so get. And it's so ingrained in me or just a natural part of my mm-hmm. being. I've never really thought about that and how it shows up because I just laugh all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, I laugh at myself most of the time, which in turn gets the kids to laugh because mm-hmm. they're teaching me on a regular basis as well. Um, but what's making me laugh right in this moment is, um, we had some really good laughter around this sounds this sounds sick, but you bring together sixth graders who are all amid the throes of the COVID 19. Right. Yeah. And I'm such a matter of fact, like it's not even about statistics or numbers. It's about what can we do to take care of ourselves? What can we do? How can we take responsibility for what is showing Mm -hmm. up in the world? Mm -hmm. So, I, that's how I presented it to these kids who one kid is telling me, one million children are dying because of this corona. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I wish I could say his name because that's part of the humor. That's okay. Um, but I'm not going to say names. Um, but I was just looked at this little guy and I was like, yeah, how about that's not true? Like, how about we think about this from a different? Because mm-hmm. that's scary. Sure. And they're like, it's really scary. I've been washing my hands all the time, you know. And it leads into this conversation. So yeah. I built on the positive that with we were laughing. Don't get me wrong. to mm-hmm. talked about how taking responsibility for ourselves. We can't change what you do, Brian. Yeah. yeah. But we can change. I'm a mess. Yeah. Your, yeah but you did wash <laughs> your hands. Um, so you know, it's it was like finding laughter in the mm-hmm. dark and the thick and just really recognizing where they're getting their information, how they're receiving and now translating and putting it back out Yeah. and just keeping things light, laughing with them, yeah. you know, not disregarding and not making them feel little because that's truly what they believe, but giving them a little laughter in that mm-hmm. and then looking at where they can step in.
0: Resiliency training oh. is what I'm hearing. And It's interesting because that's a term that most often is reserved for those who have served. You're right. And I'm actually a firm believer of not discrediting any of that, but taking that term and, you know, damn it, it's applicable. It's applicable toward children because they're so heavily influenced. Their minds are those little malleable piles of Play-Doh garbage, right? (laughs) You can either form it into something really, really strong, and again, resilient, or just play with it and manipulate it and twist it. And all they do when they look up at you with those little multicolored, you know, wherever they're from eyes, they're just blinking at you. And you just kind of make your choice and then dive in. And again, I have the same deal. I mean, you know, Calvin, thank God he's still alive. The fact that I've kept a human alive that long is a miracle. Um, He's seven and Fiona's nine. And They're still in that stage, too, because they hear stuff from their mom Mm -hmm. when they're at her place. They hear stuff from me. They Mm -hmm. see stuff on YouTube. They see stuff on the news or then when they're in school. Thank God they are now this week. They get all kinds of garbage from the students primarily because. The teachers pretty much got it locked in. I mean, yeah. granted, Bless they're going them. through the door one at a time, and, you know, squirt, squirt, and wash your hands, yep. so and so forth. They're going through an amazing process to keep them safe. So huge kudos to at least my district. Yeah. Everyone else is screwed. Yeah. But um, it's it's remarkable what they're doing. But then, yeah, you have to have those conversations to call the herd of the madness that's going through their minds, don't
1: you? Yeah. And it's you know amazing. what keeps some of the internal laughter going for mm-hmm. me, which sometimes I think that's the fuel, Alcohol. right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Because that works great for me. (laughs) Well,
1: I do have one I like. Um, But no, it's thinking about how these kids are sharing this with us. Mm -hmm. And so no different than the adults, a lot of the adults I'm in conversations with. And I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sometimes sharing with the adults the same things I'm sharing at the simplicity and the level of, These, these kids.
0: Sometimes you got to dumb it down.
1: You do. Doesn't
0: matter what just age keep,
1: No. <laughs> and yeah.
0: It's such a sad truth, isn't and it? It is a sad <laughs> truth. <laughs> um, so we we may not be able to get through this next question, but I think we probably can before we take a break for our sponsors. But um, give me an idea of what's making you sad right now with the work you're doing with kids, some of the key things you see happening going wrong potentially. Um, and how are they being righted?
1: Well, there's two different levels in that for for me. And you know, the with our kids where where I'm sad is, you know, it's 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 why I'm passionate about this work too. It's because technology and social media is not gonna go away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at how young our kids are introduced to that. Mm-hmm. And and it's not and it's not of anyone's fault. It's the times and it's yeah. the changing of the world. And it's as a parent, it's wanting our kids to be able to fit in. So finding that safest platform for them, right? Um, to be able to be on so they can feel like they're friends and yeah. they can be part of the group and part of the conversation. And what's what I'm seeing in that and with the kids that I've been working with is that there's such a disconnection from their selves mm-hmm. because they're so connected to what's online. So we have comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of singling themselves out, a lot of seclusion. Um tr- I mean, even I'm thinking of even some of the conversations, the lack of depth Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes like pulling teeth, you know, that old term just to get somebody to to move forward um, and share at a deeper level, which we know in those deeper levels is when the connection
0: happens. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And, you know, and then I feel like sometimes there's that struggle in justifying with administration Mm -hmm. or see having the teachers and, and not, this is not true with everyone, but being prioritized the work that I do and bring to youth and parents, not just teachers, but having them see the importance in this work and valuing that and that social emotional success very greatly parallels academic success. And I'm not a good numbers person, but there are tons of studies out there that you can see that those are, that are succeeding academically Um, and where they are social emotionally, there is a comparison in that. And those that are socially struggling, there's also the academic struggle. So it it definitely reflects. Hmm. Um, So sometimes my challenges are with the adults, um, are always, well, I should say always, but there are a lot of them show up with the adults. Once I can get the kids in with me and they recognize I'm not another teacher, they don't have homework, it's not something that they get to choose, right? It's all about choice. Mm-hmm. And once they realize this can be kind of fun, it's more like a club. Um, then they start asking their friends and it becomes easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: How long are you with these kids? Is it through a trimester? Is it through a quarter or whatever? I guess that's the same thing. Um, yeah. Year long, what?
1: We meet once a week and I'm usually brought in by contract. We look at doing a semester um, the high school brought me in for 12 weeks. Hmm. So even if we had missed a snow day, we got to make it up. So I was good on a 12 you. week contract. Good for you. Um, and I have, my contract has been renewed.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. And is that something that you'd like to see continue in that same method or are you looking for something that could be say a year long with, the, with an extended number of students, et cetera?
1: I'd love to see it be a year long program, just like you have the different clubs, the German club, you know, the um, all the different clubs that the schools have. I would like to see it be a year long program and open for enrollment, meaning anybody can come at any time.
0: And then you can really see lengthier versions of growth during that process, too.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. We're going to take a quick break. I'll talk to you again in just a few minutes. We'll let our sponsors share a word or two. So we'll be right back. Thank you, Cher. Thank you. everybody this is a shout out for all of you absolutely crazy pet lovers out there whether it's a dog whether it's a cat or multiple animals you will do amazing and sometimes unconventional things for your animals i appreciate that that's why i'm proud to welcome in one of our newest sponsors lt's pet sitting offering pet sitting in your home this doubles as house sitting for you Think about that. Think of the peace of mind that you will have when you know that she is staying overnight, taking care of your animals, and even texting you updates and pictures of your little loved ones running around, having a good time. You get to lower your animal stress. She offers drop-ins and overnights as mentioned, and you can check out all of her pricing and her incredible reviews online on Facebook. So that's simply facebook.com forward slash LTS pet sitting. Check out her reviews. You'll be thankful that you did. And most important, your beloved animals will too. Hi, everybody. This is Brian Trenler from the Shut Up and Laugh podcast. I'd like to welcome one of our newest sponsors, Gentle Frog Custom QuickBooks Training. Yes, you heard that right. Rachel Barnett. She teaches QuickBook workshops around the Seattle and beyond area, showcasing the glamorous side of data entry. Whether training one-to-one or one-to-many, Gentle Frog is focused on teaching people who want or need to be a DIYer in how to manage their QuickBooks bookkeeping. Rachel has the unique skill of distilling 25 years worth of experience into a what-you-need-to-know sort of DIYer package. Another great way of thinking about this is that you'll learn what you need to do And most important, what you need to not do. Please check her out online and learn why her clients have given her more positive reviews on Intuit's help page than most, if not all, of her competition. She's not going to hard sell you. That's not her character. She wants to learn about you. And if you find that you're not a good fit, she's got a huge network to introduce you to. Reach out to Rachel today gentlefrog.com forward slash meeting, or call her at 206-850-1105. And we're back, everybody. Hi, this is Brian Trendler. You're listening to shut up and laugh and I'm sitting across from the amazing Shara Jensen Grasser. Thank you again for joining Thank me today. Thank you. It's great I'm still just
1: you. keep staring at this mic. I can't believe I got the mic brought closer to I me. I know it's like,
0: a little, it's, it's kind of, kind of, of it's, it's foreboding. Isn't it? It's like, Oh,
1: yeah. geez. Okay. Well, usually they're pulling the mic away from me. So that's why I'm like, wow, I can know that
0: that's actually the old, the old school hook that, you know, <laughs> comes and grabs your neck and pulls you away. Get off stage. Yeah. Um, All right. So we're talking about some of the impact that you're having on these kids that you're working with. Um, And of course, we can talk about the adults as well, but kids are more fun. Yes, they are. But it's it's with your uh, coaching practice, your youth empowerment coach efforts. And I wanted you to actually share a story about impact. Mm -hmm. Um, How has what you do affected someone on a physical and personal level? Um, Of course, change those names to protect the innocent. And uh, but really how it's just being there and providing them recognition and support done wonders. Can you, can you share a story about that?
1: I, uh, yeah, uh, there's, there's a couple of goosey bumps. Okay. Um, goosey bumps. Goosey bumps. Um, That's the cutest way of
0: referring to that uh, ever because goose flesh is creepy sounding. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That is food. <laughs> I hate that term. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, so I think one of the very first reflections that were, that I ever really, wow. Like, Really, really affected me mm-hmm. and ma- brought recognition of how powerful this work was. Was last year um, with my very first group. I'll never forget these babies. Hmm. I hope I met their graduation at high school. I'd be so honored. Um, but they were fifth graders last year, so they're okay. my sixth graders this year. Okay. And there was um, and and this is interesting. I think you should know this, and our listeners should know this. This was this is optional for these kids. Their, their parents get the information last year. There's a few that are not Mm -hmm. in there because it was optional, (laughs) but that's fun. Um, that's my challenge. So anyways, um, I had more boys choose to join me powerment in the school program than young girls when specifically I was working with young girls because Mm -hmm. that's where I was seeing a greater need that was a huge wake up. Like, sure. You need to be a little more inclusive. Like you need to start broadening your, who you're serving.
0: Well, I appreciate your recognition. Yeah.
1: And in my languaging and, you know, marketing all of that, like, this is really important. So anyways, this young, young man, um, he, we do a reflection at when we come to the close of a semester or a series Mm -hmm. and I always ask them, you know, I want you to think about the last six weeks we've been together eight weeks And I said, I know this has been fun because you guys keep coming by choice. So I know we're having fun, but like, what are you really walking away with? What have you learned Mm -hmm. in this time we've spent together? And sometimes I'll give a little overview of everything we've done. Yeah, sure. And so they're going around and they're all sharing. And a lot of it's what I would expect. And I'm sitting there and I get to the next um, young man and I say, you know, what would you like to share with us? And he just starts to sob. I know. And, And some of me was surprised and some of me was not because we had heard about his cat passing and that was very emotional for him. And, um, and he looks up and he said, I belong. And I just literally stopped and sat still. Yeah. And he said, through the sobs, mind you, he said, I have never belonged to anything. I've never been part of a team. I've never felt like I fit in and I get to, be here and I get to have fun and I fit in. I That's belong amazing. for a fifth grader to understand the power and belonging. Yeah. Oh, well, Brian, it's a, it's a hell heart. of a
0: wake up call too. i mean, It's like a, hello fifth grade. And you're worried yeah. about those, those things. Yeah. Oh.
1: So this little boy is not, I shouldn't say little boy. This young man is yeah. now a sixth grader and just shared with us last week. That he is stepping out of his comfort zone. Somebody's listening mm-hmm. to the language. Um, <laughs> he is stepping out of his comfort zone. And he is trying out for a baseball team. Wow. And Good he's been him. so excited about what he hears the other people talking about. And he feels like it's his time. Yes.
0: Yeah, That's so seriously, awesome. If it wouldn't blast out the mic, we should oh. like stand up and cheer. Oh, you I know? thought like, I did. Oh, no, no, to. no. no,
1: okay. no, no. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I'm all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So, you know, that's been one, Um, you know, this is, this is another one that I share that's showed up um, through a testimonial that was written in the, at the high school level. Mm -hmm. And she was, they, the, the participants of me power met the high school level always write handwritten thank you notes to whoever the grant funder is. Sure. Um, I'm really big on handwritten notes. There's a lot. I think it's very, I think it's, just a great way to show gratitude. It's a lost and art too. <laughs> it is a lost art. Um, it's it's intentional. Yeah, it's intentional. And so, we were putting these all together, and we were reviewing them. And the students know that we're going to be looking at them because there's a lot of opportunities for testimonials, and we ask permission if we can use some of that. And one of the gals shared in there in her note that without, there was some story behind it, of course, and what Mm -hmm. she had taken away and that she's no longer fearful. She's no longer afraid. She's been empowered to use her voice. She's strong. She's brave. And that would not have happened without this small group that was meeting. Yeah. And that it was because of this small group that she did not commit suicide. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm just like, what, where are we missing the importance in this? Like, this is a kid who showed up every week and contributed and powerful in her presence. And nobody would have seen that she was so deeply suffering inside. Mm -hmm. And just by giving her an opportunity to connect, an opportunity to use her voice, an opportunity to learn more about herself. That's what she is saying stopped her from taking her own life. Like, wow,
0: that's immeasurable.
1: Like, I want to just like, in an excitedly swearing way, like, just say, "What the, you know what is mm-hmm. going on?"
0: You can swear in this podcast. That, oh, I that, can. That's okay. Chelsea taught yes. me that. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like a. But sailor.
1: you know, it's like, <clears throat> what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. wake up, America. Society. Families, parents, teachers, educators, all of us. Like it's not just one, it's not just one part of anything. It's all of us. Yeah. We there is an importance. There is a priority for this type of work. And I'm not even just saying me, because I can't hit every school and every mm-hmm. class, right? I'm saying in general, this type of work needs to be made a priority. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and obviously I've not been oh. for your workshops one thing I want to encourage that be fun you to though? do. Yes. You kidding me? <laughs> Let's just do it. Like Billy, like Billy Madison, just get that. me one of those tiny chairs. <laughs> you know? Um, one of the biggest things that I'm hearing and that I think I'm going to be absolutely correct about this. And this is bit, just bear with me a second here. <laughs> Take up all your time. Um, I'm ready. I may not be the best parent, right? I make a lot of mistakes, but I learned at a very young age in my parenting, that all the kids want to do is be heard and be listened to and acknowledged. And if you provide that, that's it. That's all it takes. They're sponges. Kids are little teeny tiny malleable sponges. And by the way, adults are too. They're just more bristly. They're more like coral, but they're still right. a damn sponge, right? <laughs> You're Cause, right. Because our our outsides have hardened by way of work or environment or again HR in my case. Whew. Um, HR used to use my middle name to go Brian Carl. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, okay, I'm uh, I'm in trouble now. Mm. But it's it's unbelievable the amount of impression you can leave with a child. That they're loved, that they're cared for, that they're listened to, that they're acknowledged, that their opinions matter, that it's okay to make mistakes—all those things—and it sounds like that's what you've done. And if that, if I'm even an iota close to what you've accomplished, then hot damn! Right? And you're going to take this to the stars because it's so needed. Um, this is weird, but I want to—I want to challenge you with one thing: don't call them small clubs. Yeah, call them big, big or call them yeah incredible clubs or whatever. Yeah. small is ingratiated into our society right. as a as a dirty four letter word. Yeah, S M A. It's not even yeah, four that's letters. Not even four letters. People are stupid. And we do
1: <laughs> we do call them small group at the high school level because we yeah. have more than one. So we're I'm there for three hours at a yeah, time. Sure. And the only I think you're right, and I am going to shift that language. Just thank just you. Try. Just call them group.
0: Just call them group or club because or whatever. Because I
1: think there's small group. You're right. There call is. That puts party. out an energy, right, to the universe. And you always get back what you put out. But I don't know if there was some safety that yeah. was in that for the for the teens that were joining us. It's yeah. small group. But you know what? You could just, they call, just it a, you could deserve, call it a workshop. Yeah. And they deserve to be safe in a big group. Yeah. And we know that starts within. If, so, you, if
0: you define small as just that, yeah, then big... It becomes a non-issue. It's right. removed from their vocabulary right because then they don't see a difference between small and big. Yeah. And to an extent we've actually taught that to certain clients right um, in in the life tech workshops or individual training sessions yeah. because and you know this, words have power.
1: Oh yeah, but
0: they only have power if we allow it. Yeah. If we remove that stigma, if we remove the need for the label, then again, those problems or challenges down the road occasionally, erase themselves yeah. like the butterfly effect, exactly. right? Exactly. They just go away.
1: I love that. Thank you for, yeah. thank you for that awareness. You're and welcome. Speaking that. You're
0: welcome. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a minor thing. And it may not but it, be worth but that. A much. minor thing but, was, that
1: could have a big shift. Exactly. You know, exactly. who knows really how using that languaging is holding maybe me back.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well, right. I, I because... doubt
0: it'd take a lot of like duct tape and, <laughs> and rope and possibly chain to hold <laughs> you back girl. Oh my gosh. You're <laughs> like a whirlwind. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we're going to get back to a couple of the things you're doing with the me empowerment programs in Mm -hmm. just a minute. But um, one of the reasons I want you on my show is because of a story that you shared about your childhood. And it was during the workshop series. It was during scene. I'm sorry. It was during story, which is the third week. And you talked about your childhood with that loud oh, voice Oh, of
1: that story. Okay. I'm like, now I'm like twiddling I my know, ring. i You're like, like, what's going oh, on? Shoot, I'm going to have to talk about myself. Yeah. Ah!
0: So I do want you to talk about okay. yourself. I want you to share a little bit about the loud young Shara and <laughs> what you went through from, you know, some of that teasing to really how you overcame it. And the fact that not to give the story away, but I, at the end of that story that you shared during the workshop, I was like, you haven't been loud yet. So (laughs) what the hell? Like, let's see some of that, right? I, I, I dropped Mike the challenge to you. So tell us about that background that, that you share. Yeah. See, I can see you already getting a little emotional. Yeah.
1: You know, um, stir the pot, stir the pot. Stir the pot. Yeah. It's okay. Only you could do that. Um, so I was the kid through school mm-hmm. at home, that was always told to lower my voice. Shh, quiet, Shara, not so loud, Shara, Shara. You know, keep it down, keep it down. I mean, that's probably the number one phrase. Yeah. and it was consistent, and it was in. Now, don't get me wrong, I am a talker. Mm-hmm. I was a talker. I all I of it. Noticed, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> quickest, quickest uh-huh. pro- yep. podcast ever. Um, but I. I don't know what that was about. Like, I think there's something deeper in that really, but it was to the point when I was a kid that I had my hearing tested. My mom took me in, I think three times. Um, That's how I remember it Mm -hmm. to have my hearing tested because it was so consistent that I was being told to be quiet or I was too loud. Keep it down. My hearing is perfectly fine. I am sorry. Have, what? <laughs> yours might not be about mine is, and I talk loud enough. You should be able yeah. to hear. So I, um, you know, it really, there was nothing wrong with my hearing. I'm just, I want to believe. I've just always been super fucking excited about life. Yeah. Like, yeah. what is there not to be excited about? That's how I choose to live. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I would like to be like that to be contagious with others I'm around. Um, you know, I was the one that always had excessively talkative in the notes of the um, report cards when they finally came out digital and they could probably press a number, a code, and it put excessively talkative. <laughs> and the teacher at conference would say, you know, we moved Sharon ne- away from her peers because mm-hmm. she wouldn't stop talking. And now she's next to me and she still won't stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. I was just always that kid. Um, bring me into my adult life. Um, conscious of it. Um, but, and still occasionally getting called out or being told to watch my energy, which I can be too big. So I've learned a lot. I've learned how to make sure I meet the person with their energy or I stay up one Mm -hmm. a notch Mm -hmm. because that's okay. That's my authentic me. Um, I went into different jobs that I truly loved that gave me opportunities to use my voice. One of them, This is funny, actually. <laughs> one of my favorite jobs was I was a Weight Watcher leader. And oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they yeah. put me then, they gave me my own meeting times. They put me in the front of the room. You
0: were the raw rah
1: I was. That's perfect, yeah. right? And yeah. so one the, they would come in and look, and my room, my meeting room was packed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if you wanted to look at what age group it was packed with, It was packed within the older generation, population, (laughs) right? Because you know why I got told? They They loved to come to my meetings (laughs) because I enunciated and I spoke clearly and loud and they could hear me. Well, I will tell you what, the first time I heard that I went home and I called my dad and I said, guess what? this loud mouth is paying off. Cause I think we got commissions for numbers. I so just imagine that That Sherry's great. Where is the buffet table? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. And I was like, okay, so there's something in this. And I think just the evolution and the um, transformations that I have experienced and gone through myself, mm-hmm. I am now that kid with the loud voice, yeah, but with the energy and the awareness behind it that I am finally doing something in the world with it. Yeah. That's making an impact, you know, and that I'm able to advocate for our youth and their mental health. Like I finally feel like this voice, this, which by the way, I hate listening to myself. So this is going to be a killer. You're going to love this. Um, (laughs) But I just, you know, I feel like this piece of me, that's always somehow negative or positively been, talked about mm-hmm. finally has i've never spoken like this before about this this is like emotional i can see I it i finally have my place in the world yeah and it's what's always been up
0: and by the way every adult that's ever had an impact in my life are the ones that aren't afraid to use their voice and who do yeah. use her voice and embrace that the ones that are like i'm so thrilled that you're part of my yeah. class or you know whatever the right. is. those are the ones that just made me want to stick oh. my pen in my eye um, when, when you're leading with that much robust nature, like I said, like, like the rah-rah gal yeah, or rah-rah guy in my case, um, it's powerful, pure yeah. and simple. And you don't have to hit the back of the room, but at the same time you can
1: yep. that's, that's <laughs> easily. Right. Yeah.
0: And just the fact that you, you know, the first thing you said when you sat down is well, you know, it's, it's weird that I, that you think I need a mic. I have said that so many times getting on stage in front of people as yeah. an MC or a leader in any capacity right. or, you know, keynote speaker half the time, I don't wear the mic. It pisses off the sound guy because yeah. then he can't manipulate me, but <laughs> I don't, I don't right? need a mic. I just don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah. anyway, that, that, that definitely, definitely resonates. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that because that was one of my favorite stories. Thank and, you. I also relate to that, but at the same time, I can also just be a wallflower too. I'm I'm an observationalist by trait as well, which I think is some of the strengths that Marcel and I bring because we both see almost immediately all sides of the people that we're working with.
1: Yeah. You guys, you have a gift. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
0: All right. Talk to me about your family. I got to meet your husband recently. Uh, His name is Dean. Is that right? right. Got to meet Dean. Um, I haven't obviously met your kids. I don't know if that's allowed at some point, but they all seem very cute online and and, (laughs) and nice. And they seem to like and tolerate your your loudness. Tell me about the motivation behind your family and that oh. support structure that you have set up. Because it's a really, it's actually almost nauseatingly adorable, well, um, this this comfort zone that you've created. So give your, give your family some props.
1: Oh, here. my God. You know what? Really, like, give them some props. Like, yeah. they, both my kids are, and my husband, don't get me wrong, like, there's been some things that he has shared that... Mm-hmm. I know he always feels them, but to say them about me and the work I'm doing and mm-hmm. then to speak it out loud, the belief he has in me, like yeah. make, brings me to tears, like in emotion in a good way. Um, T- tissues. Yeah. I'm going to try not to go there. Um, but in my kids, you know, they are probably my biggest inspiration and motivation mm-hmm. for the hustle and grind of staying in an entrepreneurial role. Because yeah. trust me, I've explored why not just go be a, a parent at, just, I don't, that sounded terrible. I'm, I'm a substitute (laughs) paraeducator. Um, but to be a parent, go be a paraeducator where I have a boss, you know, like step out of this role where there's some consistency and income and hours and all of that. Mm -hmm. These, my kids, the reflection and what they share back. And you know, like I did my first Facebook live after I came out of my lap tech experience because I really great. felt like I had something I wanted to share mm-hmm. and there was some vulnerability in it, you know, to sharing what I was walking away and with. You
0: didn't aim it up your nose. Thank God. Like No, most but do you know do. how many
1: five places I had to sit because I don't didn't have a <laughs> tripod to make sure yeah. the angle was right. The, yeah. Oh, screw yeah. it. Finally just did it. Um, <laughs> so if you knew what that was sitting and balancing on, we did good. Um, but, you know, there were the first people that I actually messaged and said, I want you to know I just did a Facebook Live. I'd love your feedback. Mm-hmm. And I, my son shared it. My 24-year-old shared it. Um, my daughter was like, oh, my gosh, mom. She was on a road trip with mm-hmm. her friends mm-hmm. for spring break. You know, she's like, oh, my gosh, mom. This is, like, awesome. And, you know, like, that means so much You're getting to glassy-eyed. Know. It's so cute. Yeah, they're, you know, and they both have had their own struggles, their Mm -hmm. own experiences, which we've been able, Dean and I, to walk with them through. And they're still having their own, it's life, they're human beings, right? We're all going to have those ebbs and flows. Um, But they are solid kids. Hmm. They're solid. Um, We really are a unit. Um, And I feel incredibly blessed by that because that's not... For everybody, their units are different. They have yeah. units, but it's different. Yeah. And we're a pretty solid unit. Yeah.
0: That's great.
1: I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah. Though, but I yeah. Just,
0: um, eh. The only other thing that I wanted to touch upon there is that it meant a ton to you that your husband showed up for the recent oh. Laugh Tech graduation. Tell, tell me why.
1: Um. So Dean is one of those that anytime I say I'm stretching myself or this is hard, he's like, you do this every day. This should be easy. Like, this is who you are. Like, I don't understand why you're struggling. And so he can see beyond the obstacles that I present, get out of your own way, right? Like he can see that beyond, beyond that those obstacles that I'm throwing up or the struggles I'm having. Mm -hmm. And I, he really is a great mirror or reflection to my core. And so the fact that he had knew that he was going to come and then to have him there. um, And I felt what was so like for me as a wife of 26 years, I saw him fully supportive of me, but I saw him embrace every single one of us. Like I felt him like really wanting to be in that supportive, engaged
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: um position for all of us that stood up there and did our
0: yeah.
1: eight minute.
0: He was yeah, I you're, was you're eight minutes. Yeah. Um no, he was he Talk. was he was a super cool dude. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah again, pretty gross dude because he freaking loves you so much. Thanks for and noticing what that. he what he was doing is he was giving you an opportunity to see you how he sees yeah. you.
1: He's a definite mirror, right? Like,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. And if you didn't see that, that you just, you just, yeah. you're beyond help. But no, yeah. Um. it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really great to see. Yeah. And he seemed like, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. Mirror,
1: he's, so. you know, we're really opposite in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And I've used that story and some experiences that we have in differences and personalities to support other people that are in relationships and questioning mm-hmm. because they're so different. And how those differences can really complement each other. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of differences in our personalities, but they've both stretched us to look at the other sides and given us new opportunities and opportunities for growth and together. Um, Yeah. You know, it's not always easy. Come on. I mean, if it was always easy, everybody would be doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> or surviving it
1: or <laughs> surviving it. And I'm choosing to thrive in it. So amen. 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 Yeah.
0: Okay. So we have just a few Ooh. minutes left. I okay. want to make sure that I address, um, the me empowerment camp
1: mm-hmm. that you
0: do for girls ages 11 to 14 years. Yeah. It's a five day thing. It is um, the teen empowerment coaching. I believe we've covered, but if you want to address anything else about that, please do. And then end on, um, two things, the adult, powered coaching and keynote okay. speaking. So you've got thirty yeah. seconds. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my
1: God. Ooh, I was ready to no, jump till you no, said just, that. Just just like okay. yeah. like a yeah. couple. Yeah. So Quick. anyway. Okay. First thing I want to share, though, is because I want to catch you on this. Okay. So it's me empowerment, not me empowerment. Oh,
0: it's just a spelling. I, therapy, it is, but it's,
1: it happens all the time. I like so what that's, you did there, though. That's why I did it. It's youth oh. empowerment from the inside out. So the My M design is the me. brain is already coming mm. up
0: with a new branding okay. for you.
1: Hold mm. that, please, because I have. There's that's not a bad thing. Okay. Um, so I do, I have a summer camp mm-hmm. and this year, what I'm really super excited about is it's inclusive. It's not just girls. Cool. It's going to be boys and girls, 11 to 14 years old. The greatest piece of my work with this is that two of the three locations that I hold camp, we hold them within care communities hmm. so that the, the campers, the youth are engaging with the Older population, the generation yeah. that is living within these care communities. So wow. um, in Bellingham, we are at Silverado, which is a dementia, Alzheimer's community. Mm-hmm. And in Kenmore, we are in an adult senior living. So some sure. of them are independent, some of them are assisted living. Um, but this, my big thing about camp was community service and recognition of what giving of ourselves gives us in return and that it really is win-win. So finding opportunities and to be able to bridge that gap and to watch the wonder and the awe, not just from the student yeah. or yeah. the peer that, that or the it's camper. Everywhere. Yeah. But Good also from the person whose life they're touching by just sharing five minutes. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Amazing.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, tell me about the adult coaching that you do.
1: So most of my adult coaching is on more the corporate level. Okay. I go into different organizations and do team trainings, team building, conflict resolution. Um, but really how to bring, I mean, I don't do anything in not a positive way, but how to bring the best out in your team, how to go beyond, you know, the structure and the rule book and really see the person for who they are on your team
0: wonderful okay um there's so many more things i want to talk to you about but we're almost out of time yeah so let's have some fun um with the james lipton nod at the same time though very briefly sorry what do you want to leave us with today about shara jensen grasser
1: i want to leave all of the listeners you brian um with hope. With hope for our future. There you go. That's it.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Okay. James Lipton Nod, one of <laughs> my heroes. They all got the same answer questions. Um, they all begged to be on his show
1: Good just to retain. answer them.
0: Um, these are not the same ones, okay. but they're close. Um, one word or slightly more. <laughs> what is one of your biggest pet peeves?
1: Oh. <sighs> Oh, um, loud chewing.
0: There you go. Loud chewing. Okay. What's your favorite place you've traveled to or would like to travel to?
1: Oh, I'm going to do like, would like to travel to, um, Australia.
0: Okay. God, I might. All right. Very good. (laughs) Uh, if you could be known for one thing only, what would that be?
1: Oh, one thing only. Mm hmm. An amazing caregiver. That covers my kids and my husband. That's
0: beautiful. Good job. All right. Um Shara, thank you. It was Um, an absolute joy to have this interview. I know we'll we'll have you back. We'll have you back one of these times. Um I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart. You have such a huge heart and you have so much passion. It's ridiculous and it's beautiful. And I appreciate you taking the time and you've just been a joy to know so far. And I hope that continues long into the future as the timer goes to red. um, This is the shout out I give everybody at the end. This is for you. And it's for everyone out there listening. When you're out there in between these podcasts with everyone around you that you know and love, please be a witness. Be real. Be present to those you care about and love. And I ask this of you, Shara, and everyone else out there, because I'm challenging you all to try it. Because sometimes we all just need to be together, take a moment, and shut up and laugh. Yes. Thank you again.
1: Thank you.